Hi, welcome to Convos with the Euros. I'm Daniel. And I'm Carla. We are a married couple sharing weekly conversations about God, family, ministry, and everything in between. Hello, everybody. Welcome to today's episode of Convos with the Euros. I hope we're all doing well today. Um, so today I'm without my co-host because last week she did a uh, recording on Finding Mr. Right. So today we're going to do an episode of Finding Mrs. Right. And um, I'm just excited to be here today to be able to share with you guys uh, a little bit of, of maybe not my journey personally, but a lot of things that I heard along the way. And um, it's exciting to be able to share this with you guys. So let's get right into it. Um, actually, before we get into that, I just wanted to thank you guys for uh, for your prayers, those that extended for me while I was in uh, surgery. You know, we had a bit of a break, but now we're back and we're excited to be here. So let's go right into it. And we're going to be finding Mrs. Wright. Um, and there were a few points that I had written down um, that we'll be going over. But I, I just it was a lot for me when <laughs> when I was uh Pursuing Carla, in a sense, because um, I had just gotten out of a relationship and well, not just, but I had recently been out of a relationship after a few months. And there was just something about about Carla that I knew I knew. I knew that that was my purpose, if, if that's if that's a good way to put it. Um, so in pursuing her, I I, I didn't think it was difficult Um <laughs> doesn't not not in a wrong way. I just didn't think it was difficult. I thought it was a, I thought it was a challenge because I felt like she was so far. I mean, she still is so far out of my league. She was definitely way too far out of my league. But um, it was quite the challenge. Not just like physically, she's super hot, but um, <laughs> but uh, spiritually as well. You know, um, emotionally speaking, I felt like she was just so mature, <laughs> and sometimes I felt like. I'm just this this young guy who doesn't really know much, doesn't have it all together. But uh, let's just thank the Lord that if we pick the right woman, she can see she can see past that. Um, so we're gonna talk a little bit about my pursuits um, when I was uh, pursuing Carla, which was quite interesting, and um, and maybe not while I was pursuing Carla, but before I started pursuing Carla, and and how I prepared myself to to find Mrs. Wright. Um, so let's jump right into just a short list for you guys. And I think it's going to be interesting. Um, we're going to go over from like maybe four or three different topics, but one of them is going to be self-help, um, when it comes to finding Mrs. Right. So this one specifically has nothing to do with what you're doing necessarily to pursue like, oh, you gotta, you gotta say the right words or things that like, this is for you. You are as a man, you are amazing. You are worth more than you think you are, because I feel like they always tell women this, like, "Oh, you're you're amazing. You are, you are this beautiful queen. You're a goddess, yas queen. You know that that all that stuff." But like, come on, king. You know, <laughs> treat yourself. Um, I remember during my my phase of singleness, um, I had a job. I was still living at home, and I was um I was single, and I would I would go to the springs here in uh, in Florida where we live I would go to the springs and I'd go by myself um I know some people that's not that's not that like not everybody can do that but do it for yourself you know if if you don't want to go alone take somebody with you find a friend to take with you 
Uh, preferably a man so that you're not all stressed and everything like that. <laughs> it's a, if it's a girlfriend or a wife, that's a different story. This this might not be for you. But I was in my phase of singleness and I went by myself. I went to the Springs and I really enjoyed myself. I took one another time a friend with me, um, a young man that I was uh, mentoring, uh, but I also you know hung out with often. Um, I took him with me to the Springs and, and we just hung out. I would go to the beach. Um, I'd go, I'd go out and I, I'd shop. I mean, I'm not, I'm not big on shopping, so I wouldn't really buy much. I just go, I go look for sneakers, you know, and I would just go before work, after work, um, you know, before church, you know, just keep myself up, you know? So, so when we're, we're under the topic of self-help, so love yourself, date yourself. And I, I love that. Um, because I, I feel like they tell women to do this all the time. Like, Go get your nails done, you know, go get that pedicure, go get that manicure, go get your hair done, you know, fix your makeup, do this, do that. But you don't really hear a lot geared toward the guys besides go to the gym, which is one of my points, you know, that I'm going to be getting to. Um, It's actually one of the big things. Um, Go to the gym, you know, take care of yourself physically. Um, You know, you want to make sure your health is up to date. Um, Like if it's (laughs) like if it's a. a computer update, but you know, you want to make sure your, your, your health is up to date, that you're feeling good, um, physically, emotionally. But like I said, we're just talking about the physical standpoints right now, but when you are working on self-help, it also is going to deal with your, your emotional state. So you want to make sure that you are emotionally okay. Um, that you're working as hard as you can to, to, um, to take care of yourself, you know, go get haircuts, date yourself. Like I said, be sure of who you are. So when you're in that, that season that you're sort of dating yourself, I know it sounds super weird to say that, but when you're in that season that it's just you and, and maybe God or you, and maybe a good set of friends, maybe just you and family. Um, it's, it's good to really focus in on who you are, you know, in essence of, Oh, this is like, for me, like this is Daniel. And I'm, I'm sure that this is Daniel. I'm not, no one's going to come in and, and change my opinion of Daniel because I know who Daniel is. You know, it's it's in a sense like that, that we're not um that we're not wavering when we get into a relationship. So when I say date yourself, that's really what I'm what I'm referring to um, is being sure of who you are. Love yourself, fall in love with yourself um, and and go into a, a relationship, finding Mrs. Right. It's going to start off with that because if you're finding Mrs. Right, you know, the one that is perfect and the one that is for you, Mrs. Right will be hidden until Mr. Right comes out, if that makes sense. So my wife spoke about finding Mr. Right, and I'm, I'm sure she spoke about all the, the spiritual and the holiness and the prayers and the fasting. Yeah, we'll get to that in a little later, but I just want to speak right now on that, you know, on focusing on, on yourself. Um, another one is don't obsess over it and don't obsess over it. That's my second point. And that one is so important. Um, I cannot speak to, to those that are maybe in their very late twenties, um, early thirties, mid thirties, uh, late thirties. I can't, I can't really speak to that. Maybe even those that are, um, are in a second, their second, um, marriage and their second relationship. I can't really speak to those. Um, because I got married fairly young, you know, early twenties. 
Um, but what I can do is is speak over what I've seen in in close friends and and other family members. Don't don't obsess over finding Mrs. Right. Um, I know it's difficult when you are older, like I was just referencing in a, in a later stage of life. Maybe you have a house already. Maybe maybe you know you have your life together. You have the dream job that you want, and you're trying to find Mrs. Right. I think one of the best ways to go about it is to not obsess over it. Um, and a sub point for not obsessing over it is because we do not want you to settle. Um, that's good. <laughs> we do not want you to settle. And I, I, I worry so much for this generation, not, not the younger one. I think it's generation, um, generation Z, Gen Z. Um, it's more generation Y and generation X, I believe that I'm um, focusing on right now because they're in that stage. Although Gen Z is slowly getting there, I feel so old right now. Um, but don't don't stress over it. Don't settle. Um, you are worth more. Like I was telling you before, um, I know that this is like a th- something that girls are always telling themselves, like, "Come on, queen, you're worth more." But but you know, for for those guys listening, king, you are worth more, and it's it's true. You 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 are worth more than um than settling for less. Now, when I do say settling for less, I don't mean like, you know, she's going to cook for me. She's going to clean for me. She's going to have the best body in the world. She's going to have the nice hair, the nice nails. She's going to have the six-figure job. And then you're a couch potato. You see what I mean? Like, you you have to bring something to the table, too. Um, and that's that's just it. Um, we have to be a type of uh, man, a type of uh, man of God that uh, that woman is going to be searching for, you know, that dream woman is going to be searching for. So don't settle. You are worth more. Don't don't obsess over it. Um, don't go in and 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 just I, I understand that it's difficult, especially if maybe you're in a season right now where you are mid conversation, like you are talking with someone you are in pursuit and you've already gotten the phone number. Maybe you have gone on a date or two. And maybe you're wondering if this is this is the one. Um, I would advise you not to obsess over it because I feel like when, when people, cause this is not just for men, but although I'm speaking to the men right now, but when people obsess over finding that, that perfect relationship, finding that perfect person, um, finding what, what they want, they, they become obsessed with the figure that they create in their mind so much so that they settle for the person in their mind and not the person that's in front of them, if that makes sense. You you end up falling in love with someone you created in your mind and not someone that is real. Um, and it sounds so weird, but I'm trying to get to a point here that you you become so obsessed with your reality or your your image of the situation that you you lose out on reality. Now, what I'm trying to say is that you shouldn't um, you shouldn't focus too much on obsessing over it, but you shouldn't settle either. I know it's like back and forth, but you have to find a good median. Like I remember, um, I was uh, I was in a season where um, I was like, man, I'm I'm never gonna find anybody. Um, that was really chunky. Um, I've always been a big boy, and um, and just for the big boys out there, there are girls that like big boys. Trust me. Um, so, <laughs> so it, it was a season where I was like, man, I, I don't think I'm going to find anybody. I don't, I don't know. And, and I was like day and night really, really obsessing over this. And, 
and I, I I would be up in the middle of the night. I feel like <laughs> I feel like every girl I saw I was like, dude, this could be my wife. And it was just it was frustrating because I hated feeling that way. I felt like the way I felt was subject to everybody else's emotions, what what other people were saying that day and, and what other girls would think or how they'd look at me in a certain way. And I didn't I didn't like that. And, and for you guys that are listening, I don't think it's healthy, you know, for you to be subject to what other people think of you. Um, you know, I, I know that we have our friends that give us opinions and stuff, but specifically I'm talking about when um our 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 perception of how women perceive us, you know, or of how that girl that we're looking for um perceives us. Um my third point that I want to get into is a uh, is a really good one. I I'm I'm really I really enjoy this one cuz I I feel strongly about this point and it's about being diligent. As a man, you should be as diligent as possible when pursuing a woman. Um especially if you know that you know that you know that you're finding Mrs. Right. And, um, you know, as, as believers, you know, I don't know if you are in a type of situation, which I've heard before, where <laughs> some prophet comes up to you and is like, oh, this is your wife. Uh, I know it happens, you know, and maybe you're in that situation, but maybe you're not. And for most people, most cases, you're not in that situation where some prophet or some pastor has just come up to you and, and talk to you about this is your wife. Um, for those of you that are in pursuits, you know, that you are pursuing a, a female, um, it's time to be diligent in all that you do. Um, I want to speak more on um, personally, and then I'll get into the relationship. So when we're being diligent, um, it's in our jobs, in our home life, uh, at the gym, um, in our friendships, be diligent in all that you do. The scripture talks about being diligent. It, it talks about sowing a seed and and um, and tilling your ground, working your ground. Um, as men of God, we are to be that man who is working the ground that we have been placed in. So maybe it's not a relationship that you're in right now um, with a with a girl, but maybe it's a ministry that you're working in. Maybe it's not ministry. Maybe it's a job. Maybe it's not a job. Maybe it's at home. Maybe you are are dealing with um with a bit of a rough home life right now. Whatever the case may be, be diligent in all that you are doing. Everything that God puts in your hands, till the ground like never before. Make that your priority if God put it in your hands. So if you're at work and you are uh, someone who is working at a maybe a desk job or or whatever job you have that you you plan on climbing the ladder, right? Because that's a pro. That's a um a possible. Or a possibility for a lot of us that we um we enter into a position where there's there's hopes for growth or an enter into a job where there's hopes for growth. If that's your season right now, till that ground and be diligent. Be that man who is working hard, who is sowing a seed in his job, who is showing everybody what a true man of God looks like and works like. If you are at home, let's say you're still younger and you're still at home living with parents, or maybe you're older and you've already purchased your home and or you're living in an apartment and you're on your own, be diligent at home, bro. Be diligent at home. Be diligent at home. Pray, pray, worship, anoint your house, 
clean out that house of any anything that the enemy is trying to bring against it walk into that house anoint the walls anoint your bed anoint your phone i know this sounds extra right now but i believe that there's somebody here listening today who needs to hear this go ahead and anoint whatever it is that you need to anoint in that house and rebuke anything that the enemy's trying to do be diligent in that sense be diligent and your ministry, if the Lord has put a ministry in your hands, whether it be worship, whether it be media, whether it be youth, young adults, whatever it is, if the Lord has put a ministry in your hands, be diligent in tilling the ground of that ministry. You have no idea what the Lord is setting up for you. And um, and that's one of the greatest things that we can do as a man in our season of singleness before we find Mrs. Wright is learn to be diligent now because it's going to be. Uh, it's going to require a lot of diligence later on. Trust me. It's going to require a lot of tilling of ground. And now it's not just you anymore. It won't just be you. It won't just be you, king. It'll be a queen that'll be there um, that you have to till the ground for her. Maybe you have kids. You have to till the ground for that. Maybe you have a puppy <laughs> like my my big boy. I have a dog named Zeus. Um, I'll have to till the ground for him, too. You know, I have to wake up early. I have to train this dude. My wife and I were actually uh, talking about that today. Um, we were outside doing some gardening. And um, <laughs> and he's a really well-behaved dog. We have a chocolate lab named Zeus. I love this love this dog so much. He is literally my best friend. Um, I, we wanted a dog for a really long time. And we, have, we put a lot of blockades in the way. Like, no, we want to get rid of the carpet first. And, and no, we want to do this first. And, and. And we said a lot of things in the way, but as soon as we actually got the flooring, like, no, I'm sorry, I lied. As soon as the flooring was done or before the flooring was even done, we had already paid for the dog. He was still um, just a little chicken nugget in his mom's belly before we even got a chance to um, to or he was still a chicken nugget in his mom's belly. And then we got the floors done. So we would set up a lot of stuff in the way and everything, but um, we were outside today doing gardening, and um, and he came outside with us and no leash and was just chilling. You know, he he went outside. He would lay down, walk around, go smell the neighbor's yard, and then come right back. He would look at the leaves that were pulling out, the weeds that were pulling out, looking at us like we're weird, sweating outside in this Florida heat. Um, but we didn't really have to worry too much about him, you know, running into the street, running away. Like as soon as we open the door, he's not a type of dog to dart out. Um, but the only reason, and my wife and I were talking about this, the only reason why we're able to do this today is because we were diligent in the puppy phase in the beginning. As soon as we got him, we were diligent in training him and, I feel like a lot of people that, <laughs> I mean, I don't know about all, I know some breeds are like really wild, so I don't know about the training, but I feel like a lot of people complain about their dogs um, or some people complain about their dogs and, oh, he's just so misbehaved or I can't have him around people or, oh, I wish he could be outside like that or, oh, he barks so much. Well, I mean, did you really do the necessary training? You know, were you diligent enough in the season where you had him as a puppy and trained him well enough. I'm not a professional trainer. I literally had to look everything up on YouTube. But I mean, from what I know, from what I've seen in my personal life, it's worked. I have an amazing dog who got over his adolescence phase very quickly. And is now, you know, he's about to hit two years old. And he is so, no, he just got um just, just past a year. He's a year and a half years old. 
and um and he's so well behaved you know he's an extremely well behaved dog and um and it's because we were diligent in our season of preparation and i know that's for somebody today that you have to be diligent in your season of preparation um in order to get to mrs right and it's not just a season of preparation for your um your physical being which we'll talk about in a second but it's also a season of preparation for your spiritual being um, I remember I was thinking about getting married and I was thinking about finding a wife and my and, and just a, a short season of singleness. And um, and I, I was like not obsessing over it because that was one thing I didn't want to do. You know, I didn't want like my point. I don't want you guys to obsess over it. I know I didn't want to obsess over it because then it would have taken over everything I did. I would have done everything with a grain of salt because I'm, oh, I don't have a wife yet. You know, things like that. Um, but during that season, when I was, um, single, um, I was, I was diligent in all that I was doing. I was preparing myself for a coming wife spiritually. Um, I would think to myself, like, uh, I'm going to have a wife who is going to expect me to be a spiritual leader of the home. Am I ready for that? Am I ready to be the spiritual leader of a home? Am I ready to get on my knees and pray at three o'clock in the morning because the Lord woke me up to pray? Am I ready to get up at seven in the morning um, and go to church and, and prepare an atmosphere of worship for my family? Am I ready to get up, um, you know, super early in the morning? I'm always saying early in the morning, but just because that's what we see in the Bible. But are you ready to when you're when it's inconvenient, basically, at a very uh, at an inopportune time of, of inconvenience? Are you ready to pray for your family? Are you ready to lay hands on your wife, you know, in the in the completely platonic spiritual way. Are you ready to lay hands and 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 rebuke what the enemy might be trying to do? Uh, are you ready for that? And if the answer is no that you don't think you're ready for that, then maybe you should prepare. You know, it's not to sit back and say, "Oh, I guess I'm not ready for a wife." No, prepare for one. Prepare for one and you never know what God is going to do in this season. Prepare for that wife that is coming. And for the husbands, you know, prepare for those kids that are coming, you know, prepare to cook meals at inopportune times, <laughs> prepare to deal with a lot of kicking, screaming and crying, you know, when you don't want to. It, it takes a lot of preparing. Um, and that's why that this point was so long of being diligent, because it's so important for all of us to to really stick the course when it comes to um, to seeking for Mrs. Wright. And um, and we're going to stay on the topic of being diligent because I spoke a lot on the um, on the spiritual aspect of it, um, on being spiritually diligent and and truly loving on uh, on yourself, uh, spiritually speaking, loving on the Lord, working in your local church, serving in ministry. But you should also be diligent um, physically speaking. Like I said, go to the gym, work on yourself um, when you are, are, your, your diligency exceeds spirituality, um, in the sense that it's not just in church, it's not just in ministry, but being diligent also has to do with work. Um, I, I'm sure that you're not going to want to marry, um, a bum, uh, she's not going to want to marry one either. Um, you know, it's different if you are working and this gets me so mad because I feel like in my generation, the millennials, I grew up with a lot of people like, oh, you know, I'm working on something. I'm building a business. Um, I'm, I'm building a, a, a Fortune 500 business. I'm, I'm building a real estate company. I'm building a woodworking business, which is something I did. Um, I'm building this. I'm building that. 
that's fine. That is okay. I'm not, I'm not harping on those people because I did it, you know. I'm not harping on those people that are building businesses or building a legacy for your family. Like, kudos to you. Hats off to you. You should do it. If you feel like that is what the Lord is calling you to do and that is your desire, that is the desire that is in your heart, then so be it. Go for it. Go for that business, you know, go for that company. But what I am going to say is that you should be in a season where you are prepared for you're prepared for the sacrifice. So if you're in a in a place where you are building like a business and you're like, I don't have time for anybody right now, I don't have time for anything, then prepare, be prepared to make that sacrifice and, and be lonely for a season. Um, but if you're saying, I want to build this business and I'm going to I'm going to build it up and the Lord is going to bless me. And you're still looking for that wife. You're still looking for Mrs. Right. Um, then it might it might be a, a time for you to not rearrange your um, um, your priorities, but understand that you're going to have to work even harder. It's not to let one thing slide and then pursue another, but it's to work twice as hard, you know, because it's it, it requires work. It, it does. If you want to build the business, it requires work. If you want to build a relationship, it requires work. It requires um, tilling of the ground, which is something that the Lord has actually been putting in my heart a lot during this this episode of the podcast. But it's true. It's so specific to our lives as men tilling the ground and working the ground. Um, but don't don't settle, you know, for for. Oh, well, I guess I can't do the business and I have to get married or I have to look for a woman because that's just the season I'm in. No, build that business and pursue the woman. Just be diligent in both. You see what I'm saying? You have to you have to set it up where you are you are really working hard. Um, you're working hard for a better future um, for you, for your kids, for your wife, you know, for your dogs, whatever it is. You're you're working on building a better tomorrow. And this is something that the Lord, in your diligence, He will bless you. You know, He will He will continuously bless you throughout your your hard workingness. Um, especially if this is the season he called you to be in. Um, so we want to be a, as diligent as possible. We want to pursue um, and we want to be the man that she's going to look for. You know, when she's looking for when Mrs. Wright is looking for Mr. Wright, we want to prepare ourselves in the sense that that is exactly what she's looking for. So we want to prepare ourselves physically, meaning, um, you know, you want to keep up with your health. You want to keep up with your looks, man. You know, you got to this was one problem that I had <laughs> that my wife continuously reminds me of um, is that I didn't really um, I, I wasn't the best dressed person in the world. Um, I <laughs> I didn't have much swag, as she would say. Um, but, you know, obviously she's fixed that issue. But maybe you're <laughs> you're the type of person that you're not too sure, bro. YouTube got everything it really has everything you can look up uh fashion trends um and maybe you're a bigger dude look up fashion trends for plus size dudes like that's a thing um you can look that up on youtube on what outfits work best what shirts look best i know that you guys don't maybe not want to hear this or maybe you're not used to hearing this but it's a good tip for you guys make sure you're you're dressing to impress if you're gonna go like let's say you're part of a big concilio or council a church council, like we are a part of Assemblies of God. We have something called convention. We have things called camp. We have um, a national convention, national uh, 
um, convention for all of the assemblies of God. Bro, if you're going to one of these conferences, I'm not saying that you're going to go just to look for a wife, but don't go like a bum. What if she's there? You know, you gotta, you gotta be prepared. You gotta be diligent in the sense that you are dressing to, to, to impress her while you're worshiping the Lord. You know, it's a fine line. It, it really is. And I know that a lot of people might, uh, might, might be opposed to the idea of, of quote unquote dressing to impress, you know, oh, it's, we're here for the Lord. Yeah, I know we are. And he is our priority. But if he wants to throw a woman by my side to worship along with me so I can worship along with her, I'm not going to reject the idea. I'm not going to reject the proposal, Jesus, you know. So you want to be prepared in, in all seasons. And um, and that's really all that I have for you guys today um, regarding finding Mrs. Wright. Um, like I said, this wasn't really a, it wasn't even a formula either. It wasn't a, a three-step process. It wasn't much of a formula. It was just advice, advice that I heard, maybe some things that I wish I had heard, um, and, and something that I want to impart to you guys. Um, I know that in my pursuit of Carla, we ran into a lot of issues regarding, well, not a lot of issues, but, um, but it was things like communication and that stuff that you learn along the way. Um, not just communication, um, like, oh, you, you shut down and you don't know how to talk, but in, com in communication, like regarding, um, little things like where are we going to go eat or, or, you know, where are we going to go on our next date? When are we going to go on our next date? Things like that. Um, you'll run into those, uh, those things early on in your relationship and you'll get over them. Um, as long as you have that open communication, but what we're talking about today or what we just finished talking about was how do you pursue or how do you find the one, um, and prepare yourself to find the one. Um, and one of the things that, uh, that you can do in pursuing is always, always, always turn to prayer. Um, that's one of the biggest things that I have for you guys. That's actually my very last point is always turn to prayer whenever you're um, in pursuit of someone who you think is in the or think is the one um, or you are maybe in, in a season where you're ready for the one. Turn to God. Turn to prayer. I don't want to waste time on a relationship I'm not supposed to be in. I don't want to waste time pursuing someone when I could, you know, be putting that time into pursuing the one the Lord has for me. Turn it all to prayer. Put it in the hands of the Lord. It's not to say don't work, but it's to say to talk to God as well. And before we end off, I want to pray for you guys, um, those that are really searching for the one, those that are searching for Mrs. Wright. And we're going to end off in this prayer. And I ask that you guys be blessed. Father God, we come before you today, Lord, and we pray for all those that are out there looking for the one that they feel like they're in a season that they are prepared uh, to move forward in life and marriage and whatever this next step may be. Father, may you bless them emotionally. May you bless them physically. May you bless them spiritually, my God, that you enhance every part of their lives, Lord Jesus, as they begin to step into a season of maybe it's matrimony or maybe it's dating, whatever it may be. May you prepare them mentally, emotionally, spiritually for this season that you have set before them. We thank you, Father, and we ask for your Holy Spirit to be with us as we continue throughout our days. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Thank you guys for joining us. Enjoy the rest of your day. Bye.